When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. This is the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Put down a deposit. You can do $1,000 in free plays. All right. Now joined by one of the hardest hitting safeties, one of the best pound for pound players in Arizona football history, Mr. Brandon Sanders. Hello, Brandon. Hey, thank you. Good morning or afternoon to you. How's it going? Not too bad. Not too bad, dude. First, I had a bunch of people ask me because you've got a really cool title right now at the U of A. And Tell us exactly a little bit, just kind of what Brandon Sanders then does on a day-by-day basis. Uh, Well, my title is coordinator of alumni and high school relations. Uh, So I I do engage with our uh, football alumni, strictly for our football alumni. You know, we do uh, monthly meetings, make sure we're updated, and then trying to uh, um, really help engage our, be be that that, that link to our, our former players. Um, a lot of times in the history of this uh, university for football, there hadn't been a guy that they could talk to. We do have the A club and they take care of all alum, but I'm specifically for uh, a U of A alum, a football alum, excuse me. And then the high school relations part, since I've coached high school, coached junior college out here, um, have a lot of, and, and was an athletic director, have a lot of connections between pretty much all the high school co- coaches in Tucson, Southern Arizona for sure. And then, of course, in Phoenix, and then some of my some of our players, you know, coach in high school, along with being from California and San Diego and stuff like that. So, and then there's this little line um, that's not on on my on my title, but it says duties as assigned. So that could mean a bunch of different things um, from helping, you know, with recruiting because I'm under the player personnel uh, department technically, but also helping to run our camps that we did this year, um, our coaching clinic that we did this year. Um, try to help facilitate that and organize and do those things as well. Okay, so as far well, basic. So basically, you do everything, and you're a jack of all trades as well. So a little bit, yes, a little bit. Jack of all trades is is the best thing, right there. Okay, so as far as like the high school uh, reaching out to the high schools, because a bunch of people ask me about that. So is that basically making sure that Arizona is has a um, you know has a, a, a footprint you know in all these schools you know an open line of communication? What does that mean exactly? Well, yeah, well, we have, you know, some of our, our, our we have area coaches that go out to uh, certain schools. Some guys have already had those connections there. Um, but uh, with my connections and trying to make sure that, you know, there's some things that we may we don't want to miss um, in, in, the, in, in the city of Tucson first. Right. And then within the state, um, I'm pretty much up to date on if guys are moving from schools, if they're, you know, uh, you look at look at Tucson High a couple weeks ago. Um, the same thing with, you know, just just any kind of movement within the state uh, that would I'm not going to say be blind spots, 
but not every single school can be reached to. Um, for me, being a, a former coach and, and, and athletic director, I can see those schools. You know, there's difference when going out to Benson, going out to Thatcher, going out to Safford, going right. out to Finley, uh, going out to, you know, Yuma uh, um, and stuff like that. So I can kind of see those. And, and, and then a lot of the coaches get back to me and and, uh, and I have a good pulse with, with a lot of those guys. All right, so we're in year two right now of the uh, Jed Fish reign. And, you know, he, he said one of the first things he said when he took over was recruiting is going to be the lifeblood of our program. Everybody's got to recruit. We've got to be able to bring in players from all over. And what's fascinating, you bring in a top 25 class, but you also see a little bit, a little bit of the Dick Tomey uh, uh, template there where you're recruiting California, you're recruiting, getting some Polynesian kids. You're also basically just working just trying to you know bring in everybody you can that works when you came in and you saw the vision that jed fish had and you've seen it uh, that you know you've seen it put out there are you ahead of schedule right where you wanted to be because i know it you don't generally see arizona taking kids from usc you don't generally see arizona taking kids from oregon etc yeah, well, if you put it on that, then yeah, of course, I say you're ahead of schedule. I wouldn't put it on a, on a on a schedule basis. I think you like Coach Fitz said uh, in in media day and things of that nature. You know, it's, this is this is actually year one. You know, last year was zero years, right? Because right? we didn't really bring anybody new and everything else. When he got here, we had most of the guys that were already recruited were here. We were able to bring a few guys in. Um, but you look at this team right now, I think 70% of the team is new. They weren't here a year ago. And then the other 30% that, that are here um, have, have gotten stronger, faster, better, and more bought into the program of, of what Coach Fish is um, is trying to, to, to grow. He's trying to put the foundation together. There's a lot of things that we and Coach had to do um, with – trying to help this team believe in themselves. And you saw that last year, even though we only had one win, but you saw the way we played. I think there's a toughness of Arizona that uh, that there, there's been a template, you know, not just when Coach Tommy was here, but when Coach, you know, uh, Coach Larry Smith was here and, and before that and before that. Like, there's a toughness that we're looking for. And then, of course, we want to make sure we're taking care of our roots, right? Arizona, California, the West Coast. The islands. I think um, that has been a recipe for success. Um, and then you have to also sprinkle in Texas. If you look right. at our 23 uh, recruiting class, you, you have to have. You know, there's Texas, there's there's Louisiana, and there's Florida. Of course, you'll you'll move from there. But I think you have to be select when you go. What are you looking for then? Year two. So I mean, well, yeah, basically year one. But you got a new quarter. You got a new quarterback in there. You've got an. You've got a revamped receiving core. What are you, uh, you know, just Brandon Sanders, the, uh, you know, just Brandon Sanders, the ex U of A football great. What are you, what are you just looking for in year, year one? We'll put it. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm bought in. So, you know, I drink, I drink the Kool Aid. I, I want to see our fundamentals get better. I want to see us play more as a team and be tougher. Do I expect um, better quarterback play? Yes, because we're a second year into our offense. Um, whether you say we brought in some new, new pieces. Even this staff is now together for a year. Everybody's trying to learn each other. And, you know, you might take Coach Johnny Nansen. Um, I think when I even when I look at Coach Nansen, uh, who has Pac-10, Pac-12 kind of traits from playing at Washington State, coaching at Washington, coaching at SC, coaching at UCLA, and, and, and then playing against me and the Desert Swarm, he has a different appreciation 
of of that. Not saying that Don Brown didn't, right. but I'm saying it you 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 feel it a little bit more. He's from LA. You feel that a little bit more in what comes out in in in, in most of our guys and most of our staff. So really, I'm looking for that growth. I'm looking for us to to make those strides to be a better fundamental and foundational team. Having said that, I do have to taper some of the, that excitement with all the new pieces and everything else to understand that yeah, it is year one when you think about it because a lot of these guys are freshmen. A lot of these guys are transfers that haven't been here before, and they're just trying to, you know, some get acclimated to the heat, some get acclimated to our city and community. And, and that is all, you know, it took me a year to, 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 to do that, to get to um, be able to get on the field and play. So it's a little bit different, but I'm, I'm excited with what I watch and what I see out there and, and what I see in our meetings and everything else. These guys want to win. They've worked hard to win and, and, and they're giving their best effort um, on, on a daily basis, which is great. Now, you could be looking at, obviously, a lot of newcomers that could, are going to be playing this year, um, a whole whole bunch of guys. Now, you were part of it, you know, during a Dick Tomey where, basically, he threw a lot of freshmen. He threw a lot of sophomores out there early, you know, before the Desert Swarm became it. Let me ask you this. when you Because you're in the middle of that. Did you guys know that when you were all being kind of thrown out there early that there's going to be something special here down the road? I would like to say yes. Hey, man, I, I, we could believe in everything else, and that was great. But no, I when I first got here, me, Teddy, um, Charlie Camp, a lot of those guys, Chris Lopez, a lot of these guys got here um, that first year when we redshirted. Well, some of us redshirted. Um, we were horrible. We were. Right. I know we were four and seven. No one wants to talk about those years. No right. one wants to talk about us being four and seven, giving up almost over 30 points per game, getting beat in a two-week span 108 to 10, getting, you know, giving up 407 yards a game. No one wants to talk about that. Um, but we we went through our bumps and bruises to, you know, come to that next year. And even then we still didn't know we would be a great defense. Um, we showed flashes and then going to and then but we had to you know, you have to get in order to get over the hump. You have to actually see yourself doing it, and I think that's what happened when we went down to Miami and played and almost beat them. We actually, we actually could not just not just see it, but we could we could go back and review it. You could feel it. You can look at it on film and say this is what it is. And then we just and we're such competitors. We continue to try to one up ourselves and and until we got some some better success. And then we believed. You know. Right. What makes it what makes a great safety? What makes a great defensive back? Oh, wow. It, I mean, because I'm going to read something that one of your teammates told me that I don't think he'll about you, but I want to get your take first. I it there. You know, look, can can my thing is, can you can you cover? Can you can you play? Um, do you show range as a safety as a corner? How are your hips? And and then and then, of course, some speed um, when you look at uh, what I call the greatest, you know, Run, uh, defensive back Deion Sanders, right? Um, mm-hmm. Deion, for as much as he was at his athleticism, um, he was a student of the game, and people don't realize that when when they when they talk about him because because you look at four two one speed right. and everything else. But he was so much of a student of the game; he can tell you about uh, how a receiver runs a route and everything else. I think a student of the game. And then when I look at safety play, um, definitely physical. Me. Chuck Cecil, you know, we came out of Helix High School, yep. so it's that physical uh, nature. But then being smart, you know, I think I think um, 
there's some there's some traits that you can see how 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 your range is and then how you understand offenses. I look at some of the great safeties. Um, you know, when you say physical, Jack Tatum, you look at smart, Ronnie Lott, you look at athleticism, um, you know, you have you have uh uh, uh Ed Reed. So, you know, there's an, an instinctive. And then when you put put that all together, I think you got Sean Taylor, right? Like right. That. That, all right. That's, that's my, I know I went a little long, but that's that's kind of what, what what I think when I when I hear that. Yeah. All right. Because I'll, I'll admit you were my favorite player. You and Richard Dice were my favorite players growing up. And I think you, you guys both bared down about as hard as you could. So that's for sure. Dice man, uh, you know, Dice man will never get the kind of um, I think the kind of accolades are our respect um, only because, uh, you know, people look at stats nowadays. Right. Right. It's funny, it's funny how they look at stats when when only the stats apply, but when the stats right. um, are, are a different way, they won't. So I think Dice is one of the best receivers in Arizona history. Um, when you look at a guy that was six foot six, one, almost 215 pounds. The best hands you'll ever see. Huh? Best hands you'll ever see. Great hands, great athleticism, go up and get the ball. People never people don't realize we we, we go to the gym and he go and, and, and do one hand dunks, will mill dunks, and everything else. They don't realize how how good of an athlete he was. And then when I when I put all that into his perspective, because his health, you know, he, he had the knee uh the ACLs on both knees. He went out and scored two touchdowns with no ACL on a number one draft pick, be the number one draft pick. Like, like he stole something with right. no ECL playing just on, on a, on a hurt, on a, on a bum knee. That's the kind of guy he was. He was tough and I faced him every day. And, and I think, you know, that respect, um, I think he just probably won't ever get because you have to see it to, right. to give it to him. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to read something here, uh, but uh, real quick, got to tell you all four peaks brewery, official brew of the uh, PHNX Sports, and check out FOCO, the number one um, merchandise and memorabilia store going. That's got everything you need right there. You might even find a Brandon Sanders bobblehead doll there. All right. Wait, this- before you do that, sorry, I don't want to jump, but people say FOCO. Everybody sees me on out, out at practice and everything else. They love my hat. That's FOCO.com. That's FOCO.com right there. Oh, I love that. That is it. That Oh, wow. Brandon, you should come for my job too. All right. <laughs> Here's what here's what a teammate of yours said. I because I just asked him. I said, "What made Brandon Sanders so good?" And he said, "He was incredibly smart. He diagnosed things really fast, and he was more athletic than you think, and freakishly strong on the field of play." I can't tell you how many times I've seen him wipe out a 230 pound fullback. Were you always like that? Did football? Did the physicality? Because you're not a big dude. Did the physicality of that come naturally to you? Um, I, yeah, some of that is God given, right? I think, um, I, I learned from an early age. Uh, they talk about me and Pop Warner because they, they uh, you know, my Pop Warner coaches say that there was a time I, I could hit very good. And there was a time when I, when they, we call it, uh, they, they call it, I ran into a brick wall. Mm-hmm. So the way I was taught is if, if, if the hole opens, you just run through and hit. So I went through and hit, you know, the hole open in, in practice one day and I just ran full steam ahead. And the running back came, and we both went like this, boom, and we both went flat on our backs. I stayed on my back. He was able to get up. That running back was Terrell Davis. Wow. MVP. And, San Diego. Yep. And so from then on, I always was able to, uh, to be a hitter. And then when I got to high school, I started to get stronger. You know, Helix had a, a great weight program. 
and then I started knocking people out <laughs> during you know my freshman year to my to my my sophomore and junior year, and 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 then I started getting you know noticed, and uh and then it carried over you know it was it was can can I do that at the college level that was the question, and um and then once once I started you know really believing in myself I had a coaching staff head coach and and defensive back coaches that really believed in me and gave me the opportunities then God kind of took care of the rest along with my, with my work. So opportunity and preparation, right? How was, how, how did the recruiting, how did the recruiting process play out? Because there was a time, you know, obviously in your era, because you were obviously from Helix, but you also, you know, the Taylor brothers were both from Morris high school. And, you know, so Southeast San Diego has a, you know, had a prevalent spot on those Arizona football teams. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. We have, we had, you know, even, even on the, the, the 98 team with Rafael Jones and, Mm-hmm. And you got uh you got uh Rashid Johnson, Rashid Johnson from a juke junior, junior college, but uh, all of us um really tight. Um, you know, for me, recruiting recruiting was great. Uh, when I first got to Helix, I had no ambition to be in college or even play. I you know I just played because I always did. Um, but um, you know, once I started getting letters, right? You start getting the letters, right. you start thinking to yourself, this can be this is real. And I just remember my mom uh one day. Uh, I think we came back from UCLA and, and she was like in tears, you know, they gave, we did an unofficial and they give you all the information and she was just in tears. And the first time I really saw my mom cry because my mom, she's a hard worker, worked at the post office, was a postal manager, came from Texas all on her, all by herself to California. Um, and she kind of, anything I really wanted, she go get, you know what I mean? Right. You know, I, I I love video games, right? So I got an Atari. I had the Atari system. Yeah. If I wanted a game, she go get. But that was the first time I asked her what was wrong. She was like, "There's no. If you don't get this scholarship, there's no way I can afford for you to go to any of these places that are doing it." And I just had to tell her she she was gonna be all right. I got recruited more as a corner than a safety. I only had a few safety uh uh, uh offers. Corners, I, I, you know, pretty much everywhere on the West Coast, I could have went. Um, so I just wanted opportunity again because I'm short because they didn't know if the hidden could transfer. Um, they wanted to see. So Coach Akina said, hey, he saw me as a safety. He said I could always go back to corner, but let's see how it goes. And uh, and it just was a match made in heaven for me because of the Allen Durdens, the Chuck Cecils, the Jeff Hammersmiths that had already been here. And then watching Coach, um, Coach Akina – um, really put the details of, of how to be a defensive back. And that's what I try to say. Yeah, I was a safety, but he showed me how to be a defensive back to play corner, nickel, and safety, which actually helped me in the NFL. How much did you weigh when you were at the U of A? What was, your, what was Brandon Sanders' apex as far as weight? I, I want to say I think my last year or so I was probably 180. Okay. 188 maybe. Right. My first couple of years I was 173. So when I started started playing that first year, I was 173, 173. You were 173? Okay, and then you got to 180 at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I had the high metabolism. So um yeah, but but it all but it helped me because I, you know, we played a lot of man to man. So I pride myself to say, look, I I played so much man to man, I never gave up any touchdowns in man to man coverage of my entire career. So that's cool. <laughs> What was it like? Everybody talks, and rightfully so, about Teddy Bruschi. And it's weird. It's hard to say that an Outland Trophy winner gets kind of overlooked. And, you know, but Rob Waldrop right there. What did Rob Waldrop mean to those swarm defenses right there? 
everything, everything. He he was our centerpiece. He demanded a, a double team, and you know, for as strong as he was, uh, he was he was smart on that line. You know, he it started with it started with him. You built built great defenses up the middle, right? You look at him. You look at you look at Sean Harris and Brant Boyer and Charlie Camp, and then in the safeties, myself and Tony Bowie. And you know, but but it if he couldn't take care of it up the middle, man, we were in trouble. We we can still hit and we can still run and we can do everything else. Or we swarm to the ball. But boy, I tell you what, when when he was going, everybody got single single coverage on up front. And and we had some dogs up front between right. Teddy and, and Jim Hoffman, Joe Salavea, Chuck Osborne. I mean, we had some guys. I was looking at a, a preview or a, a Anthony Gimino preview before you guys played uh, uh, Miami in the Fiesta Bowl. And he actually picked you guys to win. And I can't remember exactly what it was, but he says, this is crazy to say about playing a team like Miami, but I think Arizona's got more talent and better players going into that game. Because, I mean, 29 nothing, and Chuck Levy's still running. But going into that game, did you guys know that Miami was probably in for a long day? Oh, I knew they, I knew they were. I told my, bro, my, my, my brother. He, he didn't want to believe me. I, look, I, we played them. That was our third year of playing them. The first year down here, they kind of kicked our butts um, when, I, when I redshirted. And when we went down there, they scored eight points. And they take, and really, they shouldn't even have the, 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 the eight that they got or the yeah. touchdown, I should say, that they got. And I, t- and I told him, I said, look, they had they had a Heisman Trophy winner. They had three to four, uh, well, five, you would say, uh, uh, all, all, all NFL kind of guys on their offense. Um, yes, they still had Sapp, and yes, um, Ray Lewis was still young and everything else. They had some guys, but on offense, they had nothing, nothing. Right. We, we just faced one of their best offenses, and that offense got eight points. What do you think is going to happen when they when they come and see uh, when we see them the next year? I said I don't see how they score. I didn't think they wouldn't get past the fifty, but you know at least right. one time. But I was like I don't see how they're going to score. We know their offense, we know it, and 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 they don't even. And then they, and then when we found out that they were going to put a, a freshman center, they're going to use a freshman center. I said oh they're against against Wild Walter. Yeah, you're, you're that kid was crying. He literally was crying on the field. Because you're going to get killed. So, yeah. the um, talk a little bit about it because somebody wanted to say Chuck Levy. Now, Chuck, uh, uh, and I'm going to quote Jimino one more time right here. He said that there were three players that, like when they just showed up at Camp Cochise, that just kind of looked different, at least in his opinion. He thought that uh, Chuck Levy, Rob Gronkowski, and Chris McAllister. Those were the three that just looked – what kind of talent was Chuck Levy? Because I know first-team parade All-American, but just playing with him, what was that like? Um, well, Chuck could tell you better than anybody else that he was the greatest, right? Right. <laughs> no. Um, I saw Chuck in high school uh, play a basketball game, a triple overtime basketball game down in San Diego, and he wasn't even the main guy, right? Right. Uh, but you could see his athleticism. And then when you got here as a quarterback – Receive slot receiver, running back, um, just physical, physical, you know, dimensions as far as six foot, 190 to almost 200. But I know he probably clocked a four three, but he's he's faster when when he's playing. He has real football speed 
and uh and just you know and and he's tougher than people think you think you can get him down you think you know you think um he even though he's got a nice strong build he doesn't look he he 200 pounds he i would say he was but he probably looked like he was 180 and he ran like he was 160. he was just a physical uh a physical guy that um that when he was on between miami uh oregon uh when he just when we 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 were down quarterbacks he went and played quarterback and 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 crushed them like um he's a he's an absolute absolute stud all right before we let you go brandon what is the next because what's the next step because you're an incredibly motivational guy you're in a great position right now obviously at the u of a you've been the athletic director at pueblo you've been the head football coach would you like to get into you know d1 coaching is this kind of where you want to be what's that next what's that next step for brandon sanders oh wow well i always pride myself to say you know always have your head where your feet's at right right my head is where my feet is um but um yeah i love i love coaching i think you know one of the things with coach coach tommy right there um helped me get into coaching and and uh and was a big mentor for me um you know i think i think those opportunities as long as i keep doing a great job here um have come because i get a lot of calls from uh former teammates and people that actually see me and then you got a guy like coach fish who's giving me this opportunity and also um it also helps me get opportunities as far as within our staff to you know sit in on meetings and learn what it is it's funny you know we have a mantra of you know how to be a pro right it's not just for our players right it's professional it's not just for our players for our staff it's for everyone in the building and so um he's giving me opportunities to one grow even in the position that i'm in but even 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 when we talk about um doing coaching stuff and everything else and uh i mean coach fish is a blessing to me so I, I told him, man, I, I want to see him win. As much as I ever want to see Arizona, I want to see him win because he's put so much passion and and energy into, you want to say our program, yes, but into into Arizona football. Like, I, you know, no one's uh, – no disrespect to any other coaches after Coach Tommy, but I haven't seen people have cared so much about the community and right. the community here and the Arizona football alumni community. We talk, and if it's something that that we we don't look right or something's not, you know, he's he's in here. He'll sit in here, and I mean, every now and then we'll just sit and talk, and uh, and he cares about about these young men, but he also cares about the, about the old guys, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it's 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 something with history that helps you move forward within your programs. And I get calls from guys that that are saying, hey, we want to do something, the same thing at Ohio State or something somewhere else. And I'm like, I thought they had great ones as far as community with right. their alum. And they're like, no, we need something like you and what you're doing. So we want to do mock that there. So we're treading on some good waters. But uh, I love coaching, man. I love I love the, the competition. So that's the thing, man. So Hey, and I appreciate. I saw your thing on 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 Twitter, on Instagram, uh, social media. Just to be mentioning some of that is a blessing, man. I I tell you, people just don't realize. Um, I was a little kid from San Diego and got a chance to to you know live my dreams of playing, and uh, and to be up there with all these guys and Sports Illustrated and everything else. Could never imagine it. The the thing about you though that was just from a fan perspective back then, you just had how do I put this? You had an aura about you out there when you were playing because 
you know, somebody was asking me the other day, and, you know, again, this is my opinion. There's a, been a lot of great pound-for-pound greats. But when it, people went in and they played Arizona, they feared Brandon Sanders right there. And it wasn't just for the hits. It was for, you know, it's like what Lamont said about how you could take out a pulling guard or you could get, you know, up in a fullback. There's that one play, I think, in Illinois where you engage – it might have been Illinois – where you engage the quarterback and then you get off of him onto the running back there really wasn't anything you couldn't do out there. And you did it with some pizzazz, which, you know, but I do want to ask you this before we let you go. It's a different era of football right now, obviously. How would, how would you have adapted because everybody adapts, obviously, how would you have been, you know, how would you have been different in this era per se? I think, well, one thing that helps me is I was able to be a cover, a cover sort of cover corner. So, you know, you look at that, I think it's easy to take the head out of the game, right? Um, There's certain times there's bang, bang shots, but I prided myself more on the hits when I'm coming up on runs and running backs. You don't really get the, you know, the, the helmet to helmet contacts as people like to say, Uh, the defenseless, defenseless guy. Right. Right. Um, So probably wouldn't take as many uh, of those, those coming across the middle hits, but I can tell you one thing, even in this era, um, I still would establish the territory of, of what's mine, which is, hey, you know, whether I'm covering low, covering high and everything else that like you can hit with the shoulder and still crack some people's ribs. You can still knock people out if you if you because um, there's some things that were just God given. But right. yeah, so I think still would have been all right just because I was able to cover. Right. Brandon Sanders, can't thank you enough for coming on. We'll definitely have you on again and again, dude. Privileged to be able to talk to you. Thank you. Get out there, buy tickets, come to our games. We need our community. So we need you guys. In the community and everything's going in the right way. And again, with this staff, the way that everybody's working, get in right now. Don't wait until it gets good, really good. Get in right now. Yep, exactly. Exactly. All right, Brandon. Appreciate you, my man. Talk to you soon, buddy. Have a good one. Thanks again. All right, Brandon Sanders right there. I'm going to talk a little bit about what, uh, you know, just some memories right there. But, again, got to pay the bills. The DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. You put in 5 bucks, you can get up to $1,000 in free plays. 21 and up, Arizona only. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They will get you taken care of. Again, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX for all of the best uh, live betting, everything you want. It's right there. Again, check it out. I think Arizona over the two and a half wins right there. All right. Well, Brandon Sanders, though, to me is really emblematic, though, of what Arizona football was at its apex and where it can go. Because, again, you got to have talent. There's no doubt about that. And Brandon was Brandon was blessed. He wasn't the biggest guy in the world, but he was definitely blessed with talent. And that's what you got to find right now. You look at that Desert Swarm team, that wasn't the biggest lineup that anybody's put out there. I mean, you got Teddy at 240, you got Brandon at 175, you've got Rob Waldrop at 270. But again, not the biggest lineup, but everybody out there could play. And everybody out there wanted to be there. And that's what I think the impressive thing is about Brandon, is that he wants to be at Arizona. Jed Fish wants to be at Arizona. And they're recruiting as such. And again, I couldn't agree with him more. Right now, you've got a guy in, you've got a guy in Jed Fish who is doing everything that he can from recruiting. He's a tireless worker. Get those tickets right now because again, Arizona is going to get there. And this is a 
like like Brandon said, don't take my word for it. Like Brandon said, this is a guy that's got a lot of uh, some of that Dick Tomey in him that and not saying that other coaches didn't, but this guy really does get the community. He gets recruiting and he gets Arizona football. So hop on in there get that as well. But again, just really wanted to thank Brandon. Uh, that was fantastic. Um, everybody in here with the comments, Alfred Chavez, back the A Ray, by the way, great name. Brandon was always my man, but when he took over my alma mater Pueblo, he jumped up a notch. I will always ride with Brandon. Bear down, back the A. And I think Alfred Chavez put it very well. He said, this coaching staff is really good. This team is going to play hard and win some football games. And everybody else in here, Omar, Hank Grill, all of you guys that hopped in here and made this one, uh, Tina, everybody, you're awesome. Superfly247. But again, one more time before we sign off, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. You put in your deposit, you can get up to $1,000 in free plays. Arizona only, 21 and up. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. And again, this is the best place to be. Take Arizona with the over two and a half wins. I'm telling you, you can thank me later. And heck, if you think that I'm an idiot, then you can say, you know what? I'm going against Mike. I don't think he knows what he's talking about. But on this one, I do. But again, check it out. The DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right. We will be back with you tomorrow, Brad Alice. But I just wanted to have Brandon on again. I think, in my opinion, he's the best pound-for-pound player in school history. You know the drill. Everybody have a great day out there. Back the A, and we will be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.